Welcome to Wildwood College Life of Wildwood Community Church in Norman, Oklahoma. We are four following Jesus together to the glory of God. We meet on Sunday mornings at 9.45 for Bible teaching, breakfast, and fellowship, and would love to see you there this week. Follow us on Instagram at Wildwood College for more information. And with that, let's dive into this week's message. Okay, let's end with verses 15 and 18. A few things I want to point out. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So in this section, this is Mark's version of the Great Commission. Uh, we, we see this uh, similar message in Matthew. And this will be seen started to be carried out uh, in Acts when the Christians are, are forced to spread out. They're actually forced to go into the world and not just stay, um, stay in Jerusalem. But additionally, we see a verse that I want to break down, okay? Uh, we see a verse that some have claimed to be uh, a justification that baptism saves. That's whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. It says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. This indicates a close relationship with belief and baptism. Now, if you study the first century and you say the first century church, one of the things that you will notice is that someone who came to faith in Jesus Christ, it would be extremely weird and uncertain. Uh, it would be extremely weird and just something that didn't happen for someone not to be baptized. If you professed faith in Christ, it was almost as if, you know, when you get up in the morning, you have to open your eyes. It's something that is a part of the process, okay? And so uh, that's kind of why I think it's mentioned so closely here. But notice the second half of that Verse. What does it say? Read it for yourself. What does it say? It says, whoever does not believe will be condemned. So what we see here, what we see here is that not whoever does not believe and is not baptized will be condemned, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So why do you think he wrote it like this? Well, I think he wrote it like that because baptism is a serious step of obedience of following Jesus. Professing your faith in Christ and identifying with his death, burial, and resurrection is a part of following Jesus. But that is not what justifies us. That is not what justifies us. Our belief or our grace through faith is what justifies us, okay? So that's what Mark is saying here, and that's, that's why Jesus said this to them. It's the belief that saves us. So this indicates that unbelief is what leads to condemnation, not belief and failure to be baptized. So I want to end with this. Why does the resurrection matter? Why does it matter that Jesus was raised from the dead? There's a few reasons why it matters. The first is that fulfilled prophecy, okay? This is something that not only Jesus told the disciples would happen, but the Old Testament Hebrew scriptures indicated that the Messiah would be raised from the dead, okay? Isaiah 53, Psalm 22, these were things that were promised. It wasn't just a convenience. It wasn't just something that, oh, this is really nice. I'm really glad he did this. Now this happens. But it's something that was prophesied, fulfilled, planned. It wasn't something that happened to Jesus, but something that he was willing to existence. The second thing is it matters uh, because it proves that Jesus was God in flesh. We see in John 1 uh, that John is basically communicating to us that Jesus is God. He is the word, the revealed nature of God coming into flesh. So this is 
Uh, number two is that it shows Jesus' deity. It shows that Jesus was God, that he was able to be raised from the dead. The fact that he was raised from the dead proved that he had the power, he had the power to save sin. He had the power to conquer the results of sin because the wages of sin is death. And if he was able to defeat death, it proved that he was God and, the hour, and the ha that he had the power to defeat death and to defeat sin, okay? Uh, Paul describes it like this in 1 Corinthians 15. If you want to read more on the resurrection, I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, but he says, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But, he, but if he did not raise him, in fact, uh, but he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. So Paul is essentially saying that our faith is dependent. Our Christian faith that we all uh, say that we believe in, if we don't get the resurrection right, if we don't get this right, then we are not truly Christian. Okay? The resurrection is integral to the gospel because it shows that he wasn't just a person that died, but he was God in flesh who died and was resurrected. And if someone can be raised from the dead, what else can they do? They can forgive sin. Praise God for that, right? And then the, set, the last thing is that it, it shows the resurrection matters because it is foretelling our future resurrection. Everybody will be raised, uh, raised uh, be, be resurrected one day, and you'll be either resurrected to life or you'll be resurrected to death, okay? That's what we see in Revelation when um, God will institute the new heavens and the new earth. The hope that we have is that these broken vessels that we're in currently will not always be broken, but we'll be restored to our resurrection bodies, and this is a big deal for Christianity, and this is a big deal for the gospel because we, like Christ, will not stay dead, but we will be raised to walk in newness of life. And we get to, in the meantime, live a spiritually new life, awaiting, awaiting the day when God, uh, Jesus returns and judges and institutes his new earthly kingdom. So this is something that's a big deal for our faith because we can't just discount the fact that, oh, we get to be one day in heaven and that's it. God didn't just come, uh, Jesus didn't just come to save our souls came to save our whole self, which includes our body. Our bodies matter. Our bodies are, by their very nature, spiritual. You cannot disconnect the body and the soul. And so that's one thing I wanted to really hit home today is that we are uh, given a gift by the, of the Holy Spirit that seals this promise. It is saying, hey, I will deliver on my promise and in the meantime, I will dwell within you by my Holy Spirit until that day comes, until we are walking side by side.